We here at Racket Rock would like to thank our patrons. Severick. Michael Hopkins. Yodlitz. Brownie Davis. Dead Gunner. Michael Drescher. James Burns. Michael Davis. Stephen Vest. Steve Areza. Carl Black. And William Wilson. Thanks, everyone. Now recording. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Ragnarok actual play. Tonight, we are playing Long Shots, my in-development storytelling game about people on Mars trying to not die. Uh, that's, uh, that's the elevator pitch. I am Alex, and this is a GM-less game, so I will not be running it. But... I'm facilitating it, I suppose, because I have the list of prompts and no one else does, so I'm in charge. But why don't we introduce our characters, starting with Chris. Oh, all right. Well, my character is from Nigeria, and his name is Fanmilayo Motalo. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Uh, I'm going to go by fun, I think, because that's a mouthful. And uh, he's studious and logical, and he's the medical officer. All right, next up is James. Hi, I'm James. I will be playing John Smith, the American mechanic. He's moody and sincere. All right, and Ryan. Hi, everyone. I am Ryan. I am going to be playing Claudia Lansing. She is from Nambia. Uh, she is efficient and impatient, and she is the environmental scientist on the mission. All right. Uh, and I am still Alex, and I am going to be playing Edmundo Santander. He is from Colombia. He is the commander of the mission, and he is open and funny. So, those are our characters. So, the setup um, is... Oh, I just closed the main document, but... We have just landed on the Red Planet. We are the first people here. The space agency sent ahead our dome, where we will be spending the next 30 days while uh, autonomous systems convert Martian soil into rocket fuel that we will use to ascend. So we can't leave yet, which is unfortunate. So we're stuck here for 30 days. Uh, in what During that time, we're going to be doing science and stuff and turn in poop into potatoes and all that Mars stuff that you see on TV. But fly things helicopters. are tough. Yeah, we're going to fly helicopters and drive rovers and put on spacesuits and go outside and pick up rocks. Lots of rocks. So, things are not always great. So who is going to be... Oh. The active player also uh, rotate. Well, the active player is supposed to be the one who draws the card and reads the prompts and everything, but um, that's a little more difficult to do because I'm I'm the one with the prompts and the cards. Uh, one second, I want to check something in the rules I wrote because I don't remember them. You know, looking at the photos that the rover and the helicopter took on Mars, I I could have sworn like that looks like just like a landscape in Arizona. It doesn't look any different from Earth, really. Yeah, you're on some conspiracy theories there, James. 
there are people that are saying that. They've just I applied mean, a filter to somewhere on Earth. I, I swear, like, there's, I was looking at those photos. I'm like, that looks like it could be Arizona, but that is so amazing how another planet just kind of looks like ours. I thought it was fantastic. I that was I thought it was great. Yeah. Um. Ah, there was a character creation step I forgot, so we'll we'll do that right now. Uh, write down what your drive was for joining this mission to coming to Mars. Are you seeking fame, scientific discovery, trying to honor your homeland? Write that down so you understand your character's motivation. I just didn't want to live on that planet anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I was really hoping the motivation was going to be... Uh, the last step was going to be how much our characters look like James. <laughs> well, I mean, that's your physical description. Yeah, I bet John Smith looks a lot like James. That was my motivation. Yeah, I'm thinking about mine too. Underneath my character description, I just wrote, looking forward to freezing to death in an irradiated alien desert. And uh, that's not really much of a motivation, but... Hmm. I'm not sure that that's something you're... I don't know if you're looking forward to it. I don't know if that would count as necessarily a motivation. Well, yeah. He really needs to get to Mars so he can freeze to death. Yeah. Can't do that on Earth. Right. True. Uh, I've, I've always been in America, and I just needed a chance to see somewhere new for once. All right. I wanted to be the first person on another on planet. Yeah, you can't, you can't not be on Earth when you're on Earth. Oh wait, I'm a I'm a mechanic, right? And maybe I wanted to see mm-hmm. how things work on lower gravity because Mars is slightly lower, right? Uh, yeah, Mars is forty uh, percent Earth gravity, maybe sixty percent. Yeah, down I think Mars uh, facts. I just can't find them. Yeah, as a mechanic, I think I really wanted to see how things worked in in a different environment. Oh, uh, Mars gravity is thirty eight percent that of Earth. Ah, wow, not much. So uh, my motivation as the environmental scientist is that I want to research uh, whether or not terraforming would be possible because Earth's climate is totally fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The temperatures on Mars can also range from 80 degrees Fahrenheit to minus 81 degrees Fahrenheit. That's not that cold. No, not at all. Okay, so uh, who's all oh, right? There's no active player because I used to walk to the snow, walk to school in the snow. It was six feet high, and I had to swim through a frozen lake. You know, well, you that don't have to sounds worry about a lot like where I went to college. Honestly. Oh, you were upstate, right? Yeah, on um, uh on the shore of Lake Ontario, so Lake Effect Snow. All right, you guys ready for October to April? Let's do it. 
All right, it is a three of clubs. That is environmental, Ryan. So that's you. Hooray! An intense dust storm cloaks your base for days, draining power and making everything dark. How do you conserve electricity? What do you sacrifice? So you're, you are... Uh, I'll say you're the active player for this one, Ryan. So the other, uh, blah, blah, blah. the active player also sets the scene, so we can we can rotate that. that All right. Um, well, so in that case, um, we're we we've got we've got like a bunch of different uh, habitat modules set up, correct? Or is it just like one ship? Or do we make that uh, up as we... It's... it's. I, I mean, we can make it up as we go. I kind of envision just, like, two connected modules, like a living module and a science module. But if there's something else you want to add, then go for it. All right. What about, um, like, a, So... As the so medical officer, case... I'd like a module where there's medical equipment. I mean, I, I I would think that would be the the living module, but if there's a separate medical thing, then sure. Yeah, I mean, we might need to quarantine someone. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, so in that case, uh, we are we are all in the uh, living module. Um, Claudia is um, pacing back and forth. Um, she has um, very like close cro- cr- close cropped um, blondish hair, um, and she is carrying um, like a like an electronic data pad, um, and she's she's looking over the uh, the energy output. Um, she turns to. Um, Edmundo and and says, Commander, I've been going over the numbers. Um, our our batteries uh, can't take much more of this. Uh, we're we're gonna have to lose the lights soon. Oh, that's that's great. The sandstorm's really that bad. Um, I mean, um, the the solar cells don't really. Uh, Works so well under the the most ideal conditions, um, being this far out, and uh, visibility is practically nil uh, based on the view out the cameras. All right. Well, uh, any idea how long this is going to last? I, I couldn't say. Uh, hopefully, it should it should it could end in a couple of hours. Could be another few days. Uh, most of these most of these storms are are very active. They don't stay in one place for very long. But so this one must be a big one. Well, if it's going to be a few days, that's going to put a real damper on things. But I guess I'll we'll start shutting down. All right. Uh... That's the wrong doc. God damn it. Uh, John, why don't you start shutting down the non-essential systems? Let's let's bunker down until the storm passes. 
Uh, so I guess now would probably be a good time to roll. We'll see how well this yes, goes. Yeah, this goes. So we each roll one d six. Ryan, no, Ryan rolls two and takes the higher. The rest of us just roll one. I got a four. Oh, six. You're welcome, everyone. I also got a six. All right, we succeed. Uh, Because that is ten and four. So, twenty out of sixteen. So, that gets us a point of survival. Huzzah! Alright, so th- this goes real well for us. So what I guess what happens? Um, so John or James starts shutting down systems. And then what? I think that uh fun spends a lot of time doing Sudoku's. <laughs> and uh when he has to turn off his electrically powered I guess he's probably doing it on like some sort of iPad or some something. He turns that off and pulls out from his pocket a book of Sudoku's and just switches over to the book. You you wait you use some of your personal space for a physical Sudoku book. Nice. That's right. Uh, Edmundo even points it out. Fun. You really use some of your few kilograms of personal effects for a physical Sudoku book? I was afraid the power might go out. Uh, well, I, I guess you were right. Certainly. It's always, always good to be prepared. I never really understood like the appeal of those one things. of the ones I've done? <laughs> I've got uh, all different difficulties. If you're not so good. Well, those things are those things are really easy to brute force. They just, uh, you know, it's just a process of elimination. Uh, but sure, I'll I'll do a Sudoku. <laughs> if you're saying that, you haven't played a difficult enough one, Ryan. Uh, well, John, I got a deck of cards. You want to play something? Sure. All right, so I guess we... I'm going to find a particularly difficult one for uh, <laughs> for uh, Claudia after hearing that. Okay. <laughs> Let me just right. finish setting up my sand art pendulum, and uh, I'll come join you. All right, so I guess the storm passes rather quickly, because things went well. Uh, and we get, we get back on track. I'm going to roll 1d6 to see how well Claudia does on her difficult Sudoku. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so six, it's really easy for her, and one, it's it's terrible and devastating. Oh, I got a six. <laughs> well, well, fuck you. Uh, so so she she does the thing where she just like goes through every box, writes in every number, and then erases all the ones that it couldn't possibly be, um, and then just goes like through it methodically, box by box. And it takes her a long-ass time to get it done, but she eventually finishes. We need to sit through a storm anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So next, uh, I guess I'll go up the list here. James, you're the active player. So I drew a king of spades. 
That is which one? Spades. Let's see for Scarlet. Oh, it's mechanical too. It's right up your alley. King of Spades. You find a container of spare parts you thought never made it to Mars. How do they improve work around the habitat? And you you set the scene. All right. So after the storm passes. Um... I go into one of the habitats and I find a box of storage, uh, a box of uh, parts. I was like, oh man, I didn't think these made it in here. So, um, is there right agree with you guys if I, uh, you know, start doing little projects with them, like building little, you know, devices and stuff to, I, I just kind of want to see how things work differently on Mars than they do on Earth and these spare parts I can definitely, you know, tinker around a bit. I mean, so far things are moving kind of well. I mean, uh, we we survived a few sandstorms. We landed safely. Uh, all of our equipment seems to be on on the up and up. I mean, I know we have a month, but if anything, I could always dis. I'm not going to assemble or make something that's going to make that that's necessary. You know, I could always just disassemble it and use the part for whatever we need it for. I mean, that hardly seems like an efficient use of your time or our resources, but. I mean, I suppose if it's for if it's for the expansion of human knowledge, um, we we could always use more information about microgravity engineering or low gravity engineering because it's not microgravity. Well, uh, he builds sure. I guess he it's... builds a little trebuchet, trebuchet, and he launches a little grape at you, or uh, you know, a, a, a processed dry, freeze dried grape. Yeah, I was gonna say we probably don't have grapes. Um, all right, so I guess we'll roll and see how useful James's things are. James, you roll two and take the higher. I got a four again. I got a five. Uh, My a highest five. is a five. Uh, that's another success. Nice golem likes us tonight. That's a 17 out of 16. Uh, yeah. So that would be another point of survival. So, James, uh, what little things do you build, and how do they improve things around the habitat? Well, I build a super silly straw that we can drink from all of our water fountains, <laughs> from, uh, from our water bottles, without having to get up too much. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, great use of our resources. Um, I, I, I build a little wheel cart that... Uh, that that kind of was using for skateboarding, but it also actually helps us move stuff from around and uh, actually makes things easier to maneuver things around. If we need to rearrange a room real quick, we can actually do that um, quite simply and Mm -hmm. quickly. And it's a lot easier to ollie in 38% gravity. (laughs) Oh, yeah, much easier. Oh, God, we've gone to space with an (laughs) 11-year-old. I pretty much look through a like uh, you know like a, a child's like you know book you know something that gets them interested into science and I start building all the little projects that are in there just trying to see how much more differently they work on Mars than they than they do on Earth. Okay. Uh, all right. I guess that brings a little cheer to our sad doldrum Martian lives. I I think I even made fun crack a slight smile. It it, it looked like he did. I don't know wow. if it actually happened. Oh, wait, he went to potty. Oh, wait, okay. no, he came back. Chris, you there? Oh, yeah, sorry, what? Oh, okay. I did, I did get up again for a second. I thought I'd be quick. 
But John, sorry. John says he he made fun crack a slight smile. Is that true? Uh, what what did he do to crack to make me crack the smile? Uh, we found a box of uh, spare parts that we didn't think were made it, and I've been building little toys and random things to do little projects around the the habitat. And uh, yeah, one of them is like a skateboard type of thing. See how skateboarding would be on Mars. Uh, but it, it, it it's a bunch of little toys and and fun little things. And uh, I, I think one of the projects I did actually made you crack a slight smile. We thought we saw it, like out of the okay. corner of our eyes. You guys, you guys thought you saw it. I denied it. Um, it definitely wasn't the skateboard because my my thoughts on that were someone's going to fall and break a leg. Don't use that. Um, the silly straw, I didn't understand. Um, I don't know. What else did you? Uh, what else did you build? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I I had all these fun project things that I could be be doing. What if you um, made, like, one of those uh, sipping birds? Oh, yeah. That, like, bends down and gets water? Yeah, that that makes sense. That made me crack a smile, just briefly. And you go, did you just smile? No. That that bird is a waste of time and resources. Can I have it? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I leave it uh, in an area where... You, not in your living habitat, but in an area where, where you frequently hang out so that you can see it at all times. All right. Okay. I clearly like it, despite my, my saying otherwise. And a Newton's cradle, I meant. All right. Okay, Chris, you are the new active player, so you're going to set the scene. Mm. It is a six of hearts, which I believe is your specialty. Yes, it is. So, Six of Hearts. Uh, The environmental system is... uh, Yes, the environmental system is off and the habitat is too hot, making everyone on edge. What problems does the tension cause? How do you deal with the heat? Okay, well, I imagine dealing with the heat would be fixing the... uh, I guess we'll see how everyone else rolls to see how successfully we deal with the heat. Right, I start saying well, the it's, heat it's more, is it's more on. Uh, what what problems does the tension cause, and how do you deal with it, or how do we deal with it? Right, but I'm saying how we deal with it is going to depend. Like if we successfully deal with the stress of the heat, then nothing bad's going to happen. That's why I was saying I thought we were rolling first. Okay, but, yeah, okay. we can roll. Uh, that, I thought that's what we were doing, right? Uh, we had not done that for the others, but we could do that. Yeah. I, oh, I, I thought we did do it for the others. I also got I a six. O- I only got a two. I got a four. Uh, that is enough. So six, twelve, sixteen, eighteen. So that is a point of morale. So we managed to deal with the tension, apparently. So Chris, you you set the scene. All right, so I guess we've got a, a, a machine, a HVAC sort of thing that's keeping the the temperature livable because, as you mentioned mm-hmm. before, some of the higher and lower end temperatures were not quite, and uh, so it all of a sudden we're all, you know all sitting around, um, and the 
chugging noise in the background that we're all used to just kind of stops and we all look up and uh i, I imagine james john smith is probably the one to know first what just went wrong and how it might affect us so uh you remember how I said that if I we needed the spare parts, I would take apart one of my projects? I yeah. think I'm going to need to take apart one of my projects. Any yeah, idea I, what's I, wrong? This vent well, seems to be not blowing anymore. Well, that seems yeah, extraordinarily it, bad. Uh, you said this created heat problems or... Or, uh, uh, cold yeah, well, I, I just, yeah, I just changed the environmental system is on the fritz. Uh, so okay. it's probably, it's, it's pumping out too much heat. Because I realized if it oh, turned okay. off, we would, we would freeze. So, uh, well, what was probably, the high end temperature you said? It was pretty high, wasn't it? Yeah, but the atmosphere is real thin. So, Mars is, Mars All is right. real cold. So then I, change my previous statement to wow this vent is really kicking out some hot air yeah it feels like it it went it started to move faster uh i start singing the heat is on the heat is on please don't do that (laughs) i'm gonna say Yes, we're all aware the heat is on. Why are you saying it's so weird? <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, maybe instead of singing, we could uh, get to get to fixing. I, or we could just wear less clothes. I mean, that that's well, the easier gonna, option. Uh, I'm going to put the kibosh on that. Uh, we're going to need to get to fixing that. But the ducks are small. I have to climb in there and then. All right. <laughs> ducks. I thought you were talking about ducks that you had built. <laughs> ducks. I, 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 we'll say I did build ducks. <laughs> you have to take the ducks apart to fix the ducks. I, I'll bring the ducks in the ducks with me. The duck ducks. Excuse me, duck ducks. Just, I, I'll, I'm gonna I'll need... help you, John. Let's just... Let's just get it done before uh, all right. we all melt on Mars. We'll probably, yeah, probably need some duct tape. Is that, Good. is that a joke, or do you actually need duct tape? No, I'm actually going to need duct tape. Uh, one of the vents has uh, got a little bit of a hole in it. Is that a joke, or do you need duct tape? Both. <laughs> uh, the wording has not <laughs> was not uh, uh, a stranger to me. <laughs> All right, so I guess we we work uh, and we get the system back online properly and regulating the temperature before we all start sweating to death. You see that thing? That's not supposed to be up there. That's supposed to be down here. That's why the hot is so hot. Gonna have to well, yeah, grease that little buddy. It's definitely good to fix it. It's not exactly like we can crack a window. I mean, I was going to suggest that after I suggested we taking our clothes off, but then uh, I feel as if you, you, I realized you'd probably nix that too because you didn't like the fact that we were taking clothes off. Well, it's part of my job is to make sure everyone doesn't die, so opening the window would kind of go counter to that. Be a nice cool breeze. Once. 
Not so much not so much uh, a problem with doing that as with doing anything else after it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what if so. we keep the storm window closed <laughs> and open the main window? Uh, John, get in the duct. Right. <laughs> I'll put a screen on it. That's oh, that'll keep the bugs out. <laughs> All right, so next scene is a five of hearts. I am setting the scene. Another morale one. Ooh, a relationship between two crew members sours. Who is it? What led to their falling out? Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna say it is between John and Claudia. Okay. That <laughs> I was gonna suggest that because I'm really annoying, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Also, Chris I... is the you know psychologist, the one who would best be able to help put it back together. Yeah, oh, I, I roll twice. I feel yeah, like it's, uh, it's another hearts. I feel like my suggestion Sorry, for this one would be that uh, some of some of John's uh, you know experimental devices that he were, was building were were pranks that were specifically targeted at Claudia. <laughs> okay. Can I just throw in some of them were pranks that were specifically targeted at me and I just didn't notice? Sure. So John huh. seems like John was pranking everyone. It just really got under Claudia's skin. Um, all right. So I imagine so. Claudia probably confronts John about this, uh, and we all hear it because there's not much privacy here. Um. <laughs> Has has anyone has anyone seen uh, has anyone seen my my uh, little travel bottle with my water ration in it? I've been sorry, uh, not did, me. Did you have it, it next to your be, workstation? It might be under your chair. Is it? So Claudia Claudia sees like a straw that that's sort of positioned uh, a. a curly straw that's sort of positioned like where she usually sits and she just sort of follows it like up to the ceiling and like maybe around some of the support struts and down under the desk and across the room and back (laughs) and then into her water bottle that's sitting under her chair what (laughs) John, what what in the hell is yeah. this? How am I supposed to well, drink from I wanted this? To, well, I was going to see how much force it was going to take for you to get the water from under your chair into your mouth through a series of tubing around the structure. That's... I, I would pass out before I got a sip of water, John. I, I, I'll tell you right now, I, I could not do it. I mean, you didn't know. You won't know until you try. Listen, I'm I'm a little on edge right now, and I I would really I really just like some water. So I, I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take my water bottle. And she she kind of like tries to unscrew it, and 
this 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 just it it's like force tight yeah. it's might be slightly cross threaded and then you kind of give it a good twist and then it kind of spurts you yeah. god damn it oh wow you you weren't supposed to take the lid off you got to drink it through the straw that's the whole point so, john <laughs> once again i'm not drinking through this ridiculous thing absolutely not Commander, can, no one else has a problem with their straws. Can can you speak to him about this? Uh, I. Oh, all right. Uh, all ah, right. So okay. I. Okay. So now, now is a good time to roll. Oh, I got. A I one. got a four. I got. The, I get to roll twice for this, right? Yeah. So five, right? Yes, five. I rolled a five. I rolled the other. And I got a four. And the other one was a one. Five. What'd you get, James? A four. I don't so think we're making this one. A fourteen. You know that's a fail. Uh, so we we do not oh. get the points. Uh, so that makes worse. Uh, yeah, you could, or just just not better, but yeah. Uh, so I I turn to Fun. Uh, Fun, you're the medical officer and trained in psychology and interpersonal relations. You wanna. Want to take a crack at this? John, those straws are ridiculous. Please take them down. Uh, they're not ridiculous. I mean, we'll, we'll figure out if the force of going up and then through the, through the tubing and then coming back down, it might, it might actually be better. We don't know until we try. So hook your water bottle up to it and try with yours. Oh, I did. I made one go, went spiraling around my, my, my habitat and, uh, it, it was actually quite fun. So it was me. Sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I. It was pleasurable for me. I, I enjoyed the situation. I, I just wanted to spread some cheer to everybody. Well, perhaps you should consider that not everyone else gets the joy out of this situation. For example, me. And I point to where my water bottle was, and there's a pile of cut-up straw on the floor, and the bottle just <laughs> regular. As you can see, I figured out how to get my water out without having to um, cause any problems. So perhaps you could just unhook yours, Claudia. And John, you could not touch other people's water from now on. I agree. I mean... I I guess <laughs> let's make a policy going forward that John doesn't touch my belongings, my personal belongings. Oh, okay. Then uh, you probably don't want to sit in your chair. Uh, it's a shocking whooping cushion under that. A shocking whooping cushion, John? Yeah, it, it, it well, it's it's not really electric. It just vibrates really hard and and it makes a fart sound. Where did you get a whoopee cushion? We're on Mars. I, I made it. It it's just it's just an air sack. It's not like a real whoopee cushion. It's one of the the plastic baggies. Claudia Claudia reaches yeah, over. A hard time for bringing a book. <laughs> Claudia reaches over to the to the seat of her of her chair and just like leans on it with with a cup with a with a palm of her hand, uh, causing the entire thing to vibrate and a ridiculous loud fart sound. <laughs> 
to echo in the confined space. Right. <laughs> after the after the fart finishes, there's a couple seconds of silence, and Fun just goes, "I don't get it." <laughs> Look, I understand that you're here, and we're, you're you're trying to be some you know great person and female first scientist on on on. But like, look, we got to have a little bit of jovial here. You guys are stifling me here. Like, I'm I'm trying to have fun with all of you and have fun being up here. This is this is an achievement, a crowning achievement. We should enjoy it. I, I get the that, John. Try try not to get your enjoyment at the expense of others, all right? And uh, also make sure you do your work. They're real picky about that back home. We, we failed the role, right? So I'm, I'm just trying to make it seem like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Oh, okay. Right. Well, I have some work to do. John, when you turn 13, you can come and join us. In the meantime, kindly stay away from me. All right. Um, just give me – can I get like two minutes? I just I, – I, I, I go over to her, her workspace and I start taking little random things out of, out of <laughs> what would be good pranks. Fine. You know what? You want to be bold, dull, and boring? You be dull and boring. I mean we're stuck here for like a month. You can just do work the whole time. See what I care. That's the spirit. Okay. That definitely Next up. Yeah. Definitely soured our relationship, yeah. Yep, that definitely, that definitely wounded morale. morale. Yeah. No. Alright, so Ryan, back to you being the lead player. It is a ten of diamonds, which is earth stuff, so I get the bonus roll this time. Let's see, what's a ten? Uh, the media have dug up dirt from your past and are now shaming and shaming you and hounding your family. What did you do that they learned about? How does it affect your family and the mission? So you get it's, to decide who that is in reference to, Ryan. Okay. Um, hmm. Probably fun because his it's more of an honor bound area, I guess. I mean, oh wait, no, you're from Nigeria. Never mind. Yeah, no, it could be anything. The Sorry. Wikipedia on Nigeria. Don't assume anything about Nigeria because it's just full of a bunch of different people. It was just all over the place. I I do kind of like the idea of it being fun. Uh, fun. What kind of what kind of dirt from your past would someone have dug up? Um, I don't know. I, guess, I mean, you're uh, studious and logical. Maybe uh, you come from a family of dimwits or something. <laughs> I mean, that's, mm, I don't know if they'd really be, if they'd be able to like, shame you for that. Wait, wait, wait. Nigeria is where the Nigerian prince scam thing comes from, right? Well, I mean, that that's where they yes. report to be from. Uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, so let's say my family is sort of well-to-do, and it was just discovered that most of my money came from scamming people. Uh, not me. Uh, say my my father was uh, big into the Nigerian prince scam, and he made our family fortune that way. 
<laughs> okay. That's what put you through school and got you onto this mission, is all yeah. the, the funding. <laughs> the Nigerian prince scam dollars. I love it. Uh, so, uh, Edmundo comes over to you. Uh, fun. Listen, I, uh, I got some news from back home that I don't think you're oh, going fantastic. to... Oh, uh, fantastic. Well, uh, not, not really. Uh, in the... In the daily upload that the agency sends, um, they made note that apparently some of the media back home, uh, specifically from your neck of the woods, uh, was doing some digging into your family. Uh, it turns out you're... Oh, no. Oh, no. You don't even finish, and he's just... Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, uh, so What did I they guess... find out about my dad? Oh, uh, well, it it turns out that he, uh, well, he made his money by scamming people. Apparently a lot of, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, he's bad. Oh, so you, you know. That, is that it? Well, I mean, the, the media's been, been hounding him and your, and your mother and, and your siblings, uh, they're kind of dragging your name through the mud because you can't defend yourself. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Doesn't sound great. No. I mean, do you want to issue some kind of statements? We can record something and you can send it back? Oh, not at all. Absolutely not. That sounds like a horrible idea. Right, okay, well. Because uh, between you and me, there's not really much to deny there. Uh, so I would basically just have to be giving a statement about how, yes, you're right, my father's a piece of shit. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> so maybe maybe we should roll. See how this plays out. Yeah, I got a one. I got a two. Let's see how this I got goes. A five. Not well. I also got a five. Well, that's only thirteen, so... Thirteen. We do not, we do not get morale. So this, this hurts our morale. I mean, I mean, you should at least send something back, saying like you know you don't condone what your father did, and oh, and good. all the work that you made, uh, and all the work that you put into this is is real and not paid for. Like I like you're you're you may your father didn't buy your way onto this trip. You earned your way onto this trip. You should at least you know do something like that. Yeah, one one of the one of the news sites is calling you a, a family of scammers, and they're. Insinuating that you scammed your way onto the mission. Oh no, a family of scammers? What did they find out about my brother now? Oh god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, it, it it doesn't mention anything about your your brother. Should I should I tell the agency to be on the lookout for stories about your brother too? No, no, don't tip any authorities off. Okay. Wow. This I feel like this really should have come up in the vetting. But, uh, well, uh, they're they're good at scamming. Uh, most people think he earned his money on the stock market. I've got a I've got a good complication. So I googled Nigerian prince email scams, and one of the articles I found uh, starts off with one: 
I am Dr. Bakari Tunde, the cousin of Nigerian astronaut, Air Force major, uh, and then, you know, it, it goes on and on. So so what if he started using you in the scam? Yeah. Oh, he's he's, doing, he's yeah. doing new scams and just yeah. saying, okay. Mm. Yeah, no, no fun. He's, he's scamming people, like, right now, and he's using your name. He's flat out saying he's your he's your father, uh, and that uh, I think the latest one says that the the space agency <laughs> is threatening. He's flat out saying he's your father. Well, I guess he can't be all lies. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's saying the space agency is threatening to leave us here unless he could raise money to fund our return trip. Mm, yeah, that sounds a lot like him. I guess I should make a statement of some sort. Um, Yeah, please, you you should. Let's uh, let's record a statement about how you say you're not being held here against your will. I can't believe we're We're on Mars. We're back a proof of life video. We're on (laughs) Mars and we have to make an anti hostage video. Jesus. (laughs) All right. I think that's so a good place to I'm, I'm trying to think, should I should the video that I make be me making it worse by what I say, or should it just be me staring directly at clearly at a teleprompter reading a script that clearly someone else wrote? <laughs> I think just hello. My name is I am Fun. here on Mars of my own volition. <laughs> I am not being held here against my will. I will be home when it's time to come home. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> it should end in was that good enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah it definitely seems like a hostage video alright alright James you're the active player for the queen of hearts uh, that's so, me one cr- Wait, oh, this no, is a, this is, of hearts yeah this is, a, this is a Chris thing too so, Chris, you get the extra roll. One crew member decides to make right. a meal for everyone as best they can with the with pre-made dishes you you already have. What do they make, and how is it? All right. Well, my better of the two rolls was six. Mine was a five. Let's see. And a three. Things. I got a five. That's a success. So that is a point of morale. All right. So this this meal goes well, James. Someone someone makes um, something out of our pre-made meals. You're Colombian, Alex. Uh, I am. I I feel like you make a very uh, wholesome uh, Colombian meal. Uh, with what we have, it's close to Colombian and, and, and Spanish as you possibly, as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, cause, you know, Colombians are more like, they're very family orientated. You know, they, they like big meals. So, I mean, you, you go all out and, uh, you make what look like empanadas, but they're not, you know, really empanadas. They're just, right. you know, flavor packetings. I call them Mars panadas. <laughs> All right, everyone, dinner served. Oh, 
wow, this looks uh, this looks good. Yeah, like, I took a, took a few of our you know pre made stuffs and rehydrated them into. Well, I was I was going for empanadas. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, close. I call them a Mars panadas. That's cute. That's very cute. Yeah, it, that's actually quite. You know, it 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 definitely makes me miss Earth and getting these off of a truck. Oh yeah, me too. But uh, you know, where where I'm from, we like to have family meals and. Well, you guys are my family now, so I just tried to decide to make you a meal. Well, kind of, as best I could. Well, C- Commander, we appreciate it. Th- this smells amazing. Oh, thank you. Uh, try the sauce. It's it's really just ketchup, but uh, oh no, no, that, that's it. It's just ketchup. That's all we had. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, it, it's. It's definitely amazing. It, it tastes like you jazzed it up a little bit, at least. It's. Uh... I, I put some put some extra black pepper in there. That's that's it. Spicy ketchup. Yeah, it's a little bit spicy ketchup. Well, this is the best peppery tomato paste I've ever had. Oh well, that, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you all like it. That that means a lot. And maybe we could do it again. Definitely sometime. reminds me of home. Not too often, because oh, yeah, definitely uh, we don't. Yeah, got to conserve resources. Stuff. Yeah, but no, it's good to to get reminded of home a little bit. You know, I mean, Mars is great and all, but nothing really beats Earth. It is. It is still my favorite planet, and it's where I keep all my stuff. So I'm partial to right. it. And if we succeed here, we can definitely make this a second home for some people. Yeah, one day. A long time from now, probably, maybe. As long as my father can raise enough money to get us home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you you watched that video that a- you sent before you sent it, but there was there was like a, a something protruding in the background, and it it definitely looked like there was a gun being held to your head. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh no, that was my PVC dinosaur. <laughs> I'll be honest, I did not watch the video before I sent it. Oh, yeah, you you should have. It was it was not good. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it it definitely made it seem like it was a hostage situation, not going to lie. Oh, well, I mean, what what are they what are they going to do about it? They're going to come here and arrest us? Yeah, right. I mean that's that's Earth's problem. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're, we got Mars things to worry about. I suppose they'll probably arrest my father, but uh, to be fair, he has it coming. Well, like John said, that's Earth. That's an Earth problem. Okay. This was a morale thing. Yep, and we we got a point of morale. Awesome. I feel like we, we spent like the time, you know, eating, enjoying dinner, just reminiscing about uh, good memories we've had on Earth. Yep. Okay. All right, next up, we got a three of clubs, which is another Ryan thing. Oh, wait. All right. Oh, well, I messed up. The first one 
It was actually supposed to be a three of spades, not a three of clubs. So, I guess we'll do the three of spades this time, because we already did the three of clubs. Uh, so this is a James thing. Sorry, Ryan. That's okay. Uh, so, that, three of spades, wink, wink. There is a problem with the air purifier, and it's giving the air an odd smell. What does it smell like, and how does everyone react to this unpleasant odor? Uh, but Chris, you're setting the scene for this one. Okay. The smell is... rotting onions. Ugh. Okay. It's unpleasant. Not great. Not sulfur, like we released the demons out of out of the Mars Erner core? <laughs> I mean, maybe no, Martian demons smell like rotting onions. Yet. All right, so where- Since this is a me thing, mm-hmm. I, I, I rolled two. Uh, I got double sixes. Uh, is there bonuses for getting doubles if you roll two, or is that is it just a straight, your highest roll? No, it's, it's just your highest roll. Oh, I got a three. Let's see. Let's see how I do. I got a six. Mine is no, a two. I got a two, you got a six. Oh, oh so that's well, all right. 12. We got 17. We just make it. Nice. Uh, so that's a that's another point of survival. Uh, so, so Chris, where are we when we start smelling these rotting onions? Well, I, I mean, we've just got the tent with two rooms in it, so not the bed one. It's the hang-out-all-day one. Okay, so it's the, the main... The main, like, science work tent starts smelling like rotting yeah. onions. Oh. You guys smell that? Yeah, I do. Oh, God. It's coming uh, from the vents. Wow, that... Uh, before you say anything, Claudia, no, this is not one of my things. I did not do it. I'm sorry beforehand if you... if. You'd think I did. Or if you didn't think I did, then I apologize for jumping the gun. Oh, guys, I think we discovered life on Mars and it crawled into our vents and died. What, John, what is that? Um, I'm going to say that that is probably uh, one of our filters in the air vents has probably gone bad. If that's it, maybe too much organic matter got caught in it and it just. Uh, I don't know. I, I got I probably have to go change that out. Yeah. Uh, guessing that. I guess I'm gonna have to take apart the vacuum hovercraft. Vacuum <laughs> 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 hovercraft. <laughs> yeah. Well, as much fun as that thing was to ride around. Yes. We. You, this. This has to stop. We can't go the rest of the mission smelling this. Uh, all right. Let me go uh, get the filter out of there. Uh, I'll. I'll. More duck work for me. <laughs> but uh, does fun say that? No, no, no. That's that's just me being an asshole. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, but whatever. Ah, well, it works because we succeeded. Yeah. All right. I I go. I I pull out the old filter. I I look at it. And I'm like, yeah. There's there's organic matter caught in here. It's Probably what what that smell is. Uh, I don't know how it got in here. Wait a minute. 
organic matter? Oh, I mean, it could be anything from dead skin cells to, to, to dried food. Or life on Mars. Could be. Fun. There you go. Have fun dissecting that thing. Please keep it contained, because it smells just as bad. Yes, let me let me have that old filter. I I, I have several tests to run. Yeah, it probably didn't help when the heat was going on like crazy the other day, so that probably cooked it, whatever it was, and just oh, did that. Oh, it definitely didn't help. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, I I go stand by the vent and start breathing in the good air as it's, once it starts blowing out. Oh, that's the stuff. Yeah, it's going to take a second for it to filter out all the smell, all this bad smell, but it it it'll it'll do it. Uh, you're a lifesaver, John. Poor hovey has to, you know, be a be a land hovercraft now. I guess. Poor hovey, oh, no. we probably knew ye. We hardly knew ye. Okay. I could just slap some wheels on him. <laughs> See, he's not going to be much of a hovercraft oh, anymore. Oh, I'm now. All right. So, next scene. Uh, I am the active player. It is our third three. We got a three of diamonds, which is stuff from Earth. So... You find out that a majority of people back home think the mission was a waste of money. How does the crew take the news? Uh, so, it's another morning, and I have the, the news dump from home. Uh, and I'm going through it. Uh, well, folks, uh, I've got some weird news. Apparently, they've been doing some polling back home, and a majority of people... Uh, it says here 61% think that this mission is a waste of money. Ugh. We, well, they'll change their mind once they see what we found in the vents the other day. <laughs> Do you, what did you find at the vents, anyway? Oh, uh, well, n- nothing yet. I'm just being optimistic. Ah. I mean... We're we're a habitat on Mars, the first ever, and we're surviving. Yeah, well, apparently uh, we're a waste of money. I mean, look, it also depends on on who they polled. It, I mean, for for the most part, people are people are dumb and uneducated, and I don't know if they can see the benefits of everything that we're doing here. Even though in maybe fifty or sixty years, we might literally be saving their lives. If things continue to go the way they're going with the uh, the climate change, that's uh, that that's true. My my dad makes all his money on dumb people. I mean, there's a whole organization of people in my country that still think the Earth is flat. I mean, there is definitely some dumb people on that planet. Yeah, well, it says here they did a survey of oh my god, two million people. Whew. That's a lot. That's that's a lot. I mean, I mean, we knew majority of people were dumb. Well, I mean, when you consider, I mean, yeah, it's a drop in the bucket, but 
I mean, from a statistical point Still, of view, it is a wonder, it is a pretty decent sample size. You would think they would get, uh, you know, but you, you said sixty percent, sixty-two. They probably went to areas that aren't highly educated or areas that are struggling financially. They they probably specifically targeted areas to make it to make those numbers high. To I guess to add some drama. Well, yeah, to what we're doing here. Yeah, maybe. Uh, all right, so let's let's roll. I would roll two. Decisions. I got a five. What did I get? I already rolled it. I got a four. Uh, I got a two. Took out a five. Mine, mine was a five. We got sixteen on the button, which succeeds. So that is another point of morale. Listen, I don't care what so I, I, I don't I care what 1.2 million morons have to say about this. We are uh, doing two, two point we, oh oh sixty yeah yeah we are doing good work here. Yeah, let's focus on that thirty eight percent that think that we're not a waste of money. We could definitely send them back a video of uh, of all the experiments we've done up here, and I could definitely do like a little showcase of all the little toy no, projects no, I've done. We should, I we mean, should not do that. We should definitely not do that. <laughs> oh, what, what yeah, about? I could make another video. No, we should definitely what, not do that either. What about my pendulum sand art? I mean, that's got to be something. Um, you know, you know, I like it, John. I I think it's great. It really spruces the place up. But if we're trying to prove how this multi-billion dollar mission to another planet is not a waste of money, I don't think Sandart is going to do it. Fun is setting up a camera in front of the uh, the dinosaur statue that we took it down again. Nope, no, fun. Fun, you have an air filter to examine, remember? Well, I, I just thought I'd help set up the camera. I mean, no, that's, maybe I, I don't need to be in that's, the video. That's, that's my job, buddy. So... All right, you you go do yours, and I'll and I, I quickly take the camera and put it away. <laughs> I mean, it's just this right. real good Commander, there. Here, here's a file of all the things that I've done that haven't been toying around or joking around, and this is like good actual analytical stuff of things that I've actually done work wise. Maybe some of this might help. That's... I'm sure everyone else has stuff that they can hand over and we can send that down and be like, this is the stuff we know and now we can do. That's great. And and I was going to say, I can Thank I can John. also uh, create a video summarizing some of my research and its impacts on um, the the environmental sciences field, uh, how that might affect, you know, your average your average Joe. I'll, I'll use small words. You know why don't you why don't you write that up, Claudia, and I'll I'll send it back with the with the dailies. Certainly. Um, so so Claudia Thanks. sets Claudia sets to work. Um, <laughs> you know, writing up uh, a justification for for this whole mission. Okay. All right. So we are we're halfway through. We're at eight out of sixteen. Uh, and we have three points of survival and three points of morale. Not terrible. All right, so Ryan, you are our lead player for a Jack of Hearts. Whoop, whoop. Which is a psychology, Chris thing. Excuse me, I think Chris just got up for a second. Well, let's read the prompt here. Uh, oh, okay. 
You celebrate someone's birthday while on Mars. Who is it? What does the crew do to celebrate? Um. Hmm. Once again, I feel like it would be hilarious if it were Fun's birthday. <laughs> I totally uh, agree. Okay, I'm down. I I think that uh, I think that to celebrate, we should crown him the Nigerian Prince Astronaut. Uh, <laughs> the Nigerian Prince of Mars. Yes, the Nigerian Prince of Mars. Um, and and maybe maybe do like a like a Sudoku or math puzzle themed party. <laughs> uh, so we we were probably planning it a bit, and I had some of the engineers back on Earth devise like a devilishly hard Sudoku puzzle, right? Or or other kind of math puzzle for for fun to work on for his birthday that they sent up with like our our morning info dump as a as a surprise i like it <laughs> All right, so once once chris gets back we can surprise him with his birthday gift i actually make a puzzle block you know one of those ones that are totally yeah. impossible to solve All right. So, do we we disguise? Do we like uh, send them into like one of the room and into, into the sleeping habitat tent to you know like organize stuff while we set up like a little banner or I whatnot? Like I mean, we probably do it in the. Well, that that would be really suspicious. Like, oh, you go into go to your room while we do something. Like, what if the? I mean, like not while we do something. It's like, hey, man, I noticed that your bed had some stuff on it. Maybe you should go through that, and then as he's doing that, we we or we, also, can, we quickly throw everything together. Okay, I got yeah, you. you could you could also ask him to like yeah. record a video to send back to Earth. He would <laughs> oh, he would love it. He would love it. Yeah, I guess I guess he would. Yeah, okay. Uh, so far, I rolled a three. It's not good, let's but see it's how not I bad. Let's see. I got a four. I also got a three. So that's ten, so Ooh. Chris gets six. Otherwise, it's going to be a bad birthday. He gets to roll twice. Yeah. Uh, do we want to pause until Chris gets back? Sure. Oh. I think he's coming back now. Oh, sorry, I'm back. Okay. Uh, So the card we drew is that it's someone's birthday. While you were gone, we decided that it's Fun's birthday. Uh, But you have to roll. It'll be a fun birthday. It's a hearts thing, so you have to roll 2d6 to see whether it's a good birthday or not. So far, it's not looking good. Uh, I rolled a 6. Oh, so the higher the tip. Okay, we that's exactly it. what we needed. So, we All threw right. a, a passable birthday. So, uh, at, one, so uh, at one point during the day, uh, Edmundo comes over, Hey, fun, would you be able to 
Uh, well, so it turns out that your last video went over so well that the agency wants you to send another one. Uh, they thought that it would be good if you could do like a little, a little walkthrough of the living area and show like what it's like to to live on Mars. I knew they were gonna like that video. It was the lighting. Yeah. I told you that was the spot to set up the camera right in front of the dinosaur. Yeah, you were right. That's what they said. They said it was the light, but they said you can't. They don't want you to do it right there. They want you to like go to your bunk and like show off your your bunk and like what you know the, what you have there and what it's like to live on Mars. So. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Take the camera. Go. The camera's uh, gonna have to be, have to be moving. Yeah. So you you go do that, and uh, have fun with it. All right, I'll I'll start with the most fascinating part of the entire thing. And he walks over to his his desk and starts going through all sorts of different tools that look almost exactly the same. I made you a little rolly pod so you can roll the camera around so it doesn't be all shaky. Oh. You made a you made him a steady cam. I like it. Yeah. So we we all just kind of stand around and wait for you to get out of the work area and actually go over to your bunk. And w- so while you're gone, we this is my collection of number two pencils. Oh, They're very rare on Mars because I'm the only <laughs> one that brought them. <laughs> they are very rare on Mars. Yeah. And over here is my fountain pen. It's also very rare on Mars because everyone else keeps telling me, why are you writing things down? Shouldn't you be using your pad? You're wasting resources. Well, I'll tell you, these are nice. Look how nice this this report looks, handwritten. I whisper. It's about the onion we found in the vents. Maybe, oh, so it was an maybe onion. Maybe we should just say that this is his presence? I mean, you, you do have you do have that math problem. Yeah. Okay. He he loves puzzles. He'll he'll love it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, so after you come back, but it's probably way too long later. Uh, we've we've set up a banner. <laughs> yeah, way too long. We set up a banner that says "Happy Birthday Fun." Uh, and we're hey, happy birthday! Surprise! Oh, oh, he's in the room. Oh. Happy birthday! Wow, I didn't even realize. Yeah, the souls kind of threw it off, but uh, today, well, half of today is your birthday. So, happy Earth birthday! Yeah. Um, wow, I I talked to some this of the is great, one of the best birthdays ever. I got to make a video about all the the wonderful tools I have and the onion we found in the vent and 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 then I got to do uh, um, three hours of tedious calculations. Oh my god! Well, <laughs> could it be it's, better? It's not over yet. I talked to some of the engineers back home, uh, and I had you a printed out piece of paper. Uh, and they came up with what they said was a incredibly difficult math puzzle for you to solve. It's so impossible. They've this this went well, right? Yeah. Yes. It's. It's so impossible, they've nicknamed it the Kobayashi Maru. <laughs> wow, this is great. He looks over it for a second. <laughs> Eight! What? The, the answer's eight. Oh, I, I don't know what the answer is, but I'll, I'll send it back and 
I'll see what they say. Hold on, let me just, uh, you know, make you up a short bit of notes. And he uh, spends the next three hours writing up a stack of notes. I, I made you this puzzle block, but I guess if you were able to solve that so quickly, you could get this done quickly, too. Well, I hope you have fun doing it. Now I just leave it on your desk. Wow, that's really great. Uh, I'll get right to it after I'm done with this. these notes. Okay, so that's that's the end of Fun's birthday. <laughs> had a lot of fun. All right, James, you are in charge of the Six of Spades, and it is a mechanical problem, which is your thing. Uh, Rutro, the robots producing fuel have malfunctioned. If you can't get them working, you may miss your launch window to return to Earth. What caused the trouble? How do you fix it? Ooh, that's not good. Um, I'm going to say there's some solar flares, and they're causing an issue for the robots to actually get power. And uh, it's kind of confusing their circuitry. Okay. So, what are we going to do? Uh, uh, Well... I guess, uh, are we going to roleplay this out and then see how it works uh, out? Or we could roll first, whichever you want to do. I mean, why don't we roll? It's a little uh, I mean, we can start with okay. the roleplay. Oh, all right. Then we'll start. All right. I mean, this is this is a situation where it can can go. It, it's yeah, either way. All right. So we'll start with, uh, we'll start with roleplay. Uh, <clears throat> so John, come. Hey, uh, oh, yeah? It, uh, Commander, it uh, looks like um, I, I'm beginning some notifications on my on my on my pad. Um, it looks like the the bots aren't producing as much fuel as they should be. As a matter of fact, one of them stopped producing fuel entirely and just started just making its own thing. Uh, and I'm not sure what it's making. Edmundo uh, flips through some things on his pad and pulls it up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, according to this, if they stay at this rate, we're gonna. Miss our launch window by three days, and then we would have to spend an extra six months getting back to Earth. That's not great. Oof. Um, that that is not great. Uh, we we would have to have a whole new shipment of supplies sent up for that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't have that kind of living arrangement. Um, I, I was looking through. It looks like uh, we there might be some solar flares that are causing the 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 robots to act wonky. Um, I- I'm gonna have to bring them in and-, and see what I can do to protect to shield them against that. Okay. Well, then let's let's go bring them in. Let's suit up. All right. So my highest roll is a five. Right. Yeah, I do. Uh, D six. Hey, I got a one. I got a five. So we're at 11 so far. Oof. Chris, it all hinges on you. I got a five. <laughs> okay. I'm just rolling one. Yeah, right? once again, though, exactly what we needed. So that's another point of survival. Yeah. Dicebot is indifferent tonight. Or it barely likes us. Yeah. <laughs> it, wants us it wants us to just scrape high. Yeah. 
Well, I rolled a one and a five, so thankfully the, <laughs> the five it was was the one I was able to use. Um, all right, so uh, we we uh, we go out, uh, we bring him in. Um, yeah, it, it looks like this one. You know what? I I could probably I could probably take apart the 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 Mecha Godzilla that I built, and we could probably <laughs> convert that into one of these bots. I think the solar flare should be done within an hour. And then we'll have an additional bot to help pick up that little bit. Of, it won't be able to produce as much as these guys do. These guys are specifically designed for that. But we could probably use him to help pick up the slack a little bit to make up for a little bit of the lost time. Um, and I think I could put this coating on their solar panel to help with any, you know, uh, any any abnormal sun issues, so that they can at least suck in a little bit more energy and work a little bit more during the night. Yeah. Okay, great. So I'll. I'll, I'll coat the panels. You start converting Mecha Godzilla. The robots won't. <sighs> the robots won't malfunction, and I won't find Mecha Godzilla in my bunk anymore. So it's a win-win. <laughs> Listen, he just wants to say hi. He's just trying. He's made to of metal. Out. He's very pokey. Okay. So the 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 fix that uh, John comes up with works, and we get our fuel back on track, so we don't miss our launch window. Hooray! Yay! I leave the robot with the aesthetic of Mecha Godzilla, so he he still looks like a <laughs> Godzilla producing fuel for right. us. Instead of the uh, instead right. of the radiation breath, it's just. Like a, a steady stream of fuel. <laughs> yeah. Godzilla's got that liquid oxygen breath now. Yeah. All right. Chris, you back? That's weird. It says he's making noise, but he's not there. Okay. Well, the next card is a... Oh, boy. It's a two of hearts. Twos are bad. So, if we fail this one... We lose two points of morale. Twos are the only ones that make you lose points. All right, so twos are like deuces wild? Yeah, they're real. But aces will get us two points. So that's good. Um, if, and if we succeed this... If we draw right. an ace. So if we fail, we lose two morale. If we succeed, we get nothing. It just, we just break even. Aha! Uh, uh, Chris, you back? Okay, yeah. so, it's two of hearts. Am I rolling uh, Well, one sec, yeah. Uh, two or more crew members get into a heated argument over a trivial matter, almost coming to blows. Or, I'm sorry, possibly coming to blows. What do they argue about? Can it be resolved? Uh, so this is another psychological issue, so this is Chris gets a double roll. So, do we want to roll first? Yeah, let's see how that goes. Well, I already did. I got a five. It's got a five. I got a two. I got a five. I got a one. Oh, so, we so failed. that is a failure. All right, so we lose two points of morale. Oof. Chris, you are the active player for this one, too, so... Who gets into an argument? Hopefully All we right. pull an ace soon. About what? 
so we already had um, John and Claudia uh, getting into a fight, so I think maybe they're already kind of at each other's throats, so maybe they should be the two that get into the fight again. I'm I'm down with it. So it's it's a it's a trivial uh, thing they're fighting about. All right, so maybe maybe John put another whoopee cushion under my seat, um, but then Claudia sits on my seat and gets really mad that John was pranking her again, even though he was trying to prank Funk. Okay, works for me. Or whatever prank you'd rather have, James. I'm trying to think. Uh, I figured it was going to be us two because we already had a, a small tiff. So, like our our, you know, we we would we wouldn't. Yeah, we would probably be the ones most likely to go at each other over something trivial. Uh, I'm trying to think of what what might. Uh, maybe the, maybe actually I did succeed in pranking you. But this whoopee cushion had uh, probably moisture in it, so it sprayed her and got her wet. Okay. Okay. So um, I think in that case, uh, Claudia and and Fun are discussing some kind of a technical matter um, related to readings that they've been taking. Um, they they walk over to Fun's workstation, and Claudia sits down, and there's just this really long, loud, protracted. And and like the color the color just like drains from her face and and she looks around like what the fuck the whole the whole seat just vibrates because you said there was a there was a vibration element to it. Yeah, and I I jump out from behind and go, "Have fun, I got you." Oh. Oh. She Hi Claudia. She, I don't get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it, fun. John over here. John over oh, here has a it. death wish. <laughs> and she. Whoa, whoa, chill! This one wasn't she, even meant for you. She stands up, and when she does, there's a little, there's a little like kind of noise. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, John kind of cracks his. <laughs> He starts cracking a smile and, then, and just like giggles into his hand a little bit, still looking deathly afraid. And at then, you and then she just like sort of freezes and she says, "John, my pants are wet. Why are my pants wet right now?" Um, there, there may okay. have been some condensation in that bag. I I reused one of the the water pouches for that one. I wanted it to sound like yeah. a wet fart. So, so Claudia, Claudia looks down at herself, and and it it looks like she peed her pants. Yeah, fun is is definitely observing the pants stain as well, and goes, "Yes, I see. Quite a bit of moisture was expelled from the bag." Yeah, I, you know the chairs are normally meant to sit on normally. You, you, you sat on it like kind of sideways with the back. You, if you sat on it the right way, that air would have pushed it out the back. Um, I didn't in, entirely. In, John, it, I didn't intend for you to. I, I'm John, sorry. Stop this wasn't talking. meant for you. This is, I will this hit is, you. I will not stop. 
look, look, I know, I know, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't, it was, it's, I, I'm just trying to keep the mood light. <laughs> Fun never smiles. Uh, yeah. So I, I think, I think at this point, uh, Claudia, Claudia just like loses it and, and just like balls up her fists and, and it, it, she's not, she's not hitting you particularly hard, but she, she's really like going at it, you know. Uh, Ed, Edmundo. This is Edmundo a science vessel. In. It's a serious Edmundo thing. Edmundo runs in and, and grabs <laughs> Claudia and pulls her off. Whoa, whoa. What is going on? Fun is actually laughing for the first time. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to prank, prank, prank Fun and, and Claudia accidentally got, got caught in it. I'm sorry. I I understand. This is a science festival. This is really important. It, I'm just trying to keep the mood light heat up here. It's it's cold. It's dark. There's no livable atmosphere. And, and I were just trying to go over some figures, but now, look at me. I'm soaked, and somehow, I ended up punching John over and over and over again. Okay. All right. Wait a minute. We're not going to get to look over the figures anymore? Too far, John. You've gone too far this time. Claudia, go change. John, no more pranks. No more pranks. Look. Fine. You know what? You guys want to stifle me? You guys want to sit here and be boring? Fine, I'll just sit here and just do my work, build little toys that won't affect you guys. Go have fun by myself. Claudia and I were going to go over facts and figures. What could be less boring? I got a figure for you right here. Formula. We had at least seven hours of math lined up. Yeah, that that's not that's in the metric system. I don't understand that. (laughs) You don't understand the metric. Now that one's a joke, right? That one. Hey, that one wasn't bad. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I walk away like I got figures for you right here, and I just flip you guys off as I go walk off into my bunk. Oh, fun goes two. That's two. I imagine you flipped us off with both hands. Oh yes, definitely. Okay. All right, that did not go well. And I did not draw an ace. It is an eight of diamonds. Ugh, not great. Your spouse sends you a message saying that they're leaving you and filing for divorce. How do you deal with the news? How does it affect the crew? Uh, this is a this is an Earth thing, so I roll twice. Uh, so whose spouse is filing for divorce? Um, I hate to say John. And to say fun doesn't seem like the married yeah. type. Hmm. I rolled a five. So it's either me, Ryan, or James. Uh, I'll say I'll say it's me. Uh, I haven't I haven't had much. So yeah. Uh. Uh. Which Ed- Edmundo? He's divorced. Just be a terrible scam that the government is trying to pull. 
You know they don't plan to take you back, and they had some poor fella had to start a GoFundMe. What? I'm, I'm making it out like your wife fell for my father's scam. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um. You know they're not even planning to bring you back. Some poor, some poor guy had to set up a GoFundMe for his son. That that fun fellow that you're up there with. He's the only one trying to help. <laughs> no, that's not true, honey. I mean, if it did happen to John, it would just be very uh, poetic because he's the one only one trying to have fun up here and just everyone just keeps shitting on him. And that would just be the, the nail in the coffin to just really kill his uh, do, mood. Do you want it to be you? I mean, it, it, it's up to you. I, it's your it's your thing, but I'm just saying, it's like, story-wise, that would just be like the way this character sure. just gets fucked. Okay. <laughs> like, the most. So, uh, with the, with like the daily, uh, you know, download we get from home is personal emails and messages and stuff. Uh, and there's, there's a file in there uh, for you, John, from your wife filing for divorce. Uh, she lets you know that uh, by the time you get back, she will already have moved out of the house, uh, and obviously she can't she can't serve you papers now because you're you're not on the same planet. Her lawyers told her that that probably wouldn't be legal. Uh, they're not sure, but they're going to play it safe and wait until you're back on Earth. But when you when you return, she's going to be getting a divorce. So how do you take that news? Well. To be frankly, Alex, not well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, John's still kind of brooding, and he's he's kind of had this like aura around him where it's just like he he's like in this little funk because you know he he got into a fight with Claudia, which he didn't intend to happen. Uh, he got reprimanded. He did. He think everything's kind of like down on fun, and then he gets that email. And you could just see the rain clouds forming above him. Like, you know, his jovial demeanor is just kind of gone from, like, sour, angry to you guys, you know, for, for kind of, you know... Uh, he understood, you know, the pranks were a distraction. Uh, so he, he was like a... It was like he was getting over that. But then this news came, and you just see a total change in his demeanor. Like, he's just... He's not like short, but like he doesn't converse too mu too much. Uh, he keeps his answers short and simple. He mainly just focuses on his work. Uh, you just kind of see him, um, yeah. you know, filling out papers. You see his toys put back in like a bo in the box of the spare parts thing. They're not being used or anything right now. He's not building anything different. Our spare parts are no longer wandering <laughs> around the facility. No, no, they're all they're all back at where they belong in a nice neat box and pile. I mean, they're still put together. He didn't he didn't take them apart, but All right, you want to roll, James? You get one die. Yeah, I got a 5. Right, so that we succeed though. Uh, cuz I got a 6, Ryan got a 2, and Chris got a 5. So that's 16, 18. So that gets us surprisingly enough a point of morale. Right. Uh, so, so I think what happens is the uh, Edmundo pulls uh, Fun and Claudia together uh, and says, "Listen, uh, I don't know, I don't know what exactly happened, but apparently John got some bad news from home. Uh, Mission Mission Control didn't say tell me what it was, but said it was not great, which is why he's been 
moping around, so I think maybe we should do something to try to lift his spirits a bit. Has he been moping? I thought he was outright jovial. He's been doing paperwork and... Well, a lot of paperwork, which is what I do when right. I'm happy. Well, he's uh, more like a, a normal person, so that's not what he does when he's happy. <laughs> oh, God. He's a, okay. he's a he psychology does. officer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, I guess... Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't me. Uh, Space HR didn't have a conversation with him. I never. I never filed a complaint. No, no I, I know that. I never filed a complaint because I. Uh, it's I figured. From home. I figured it would be bad since I. I did sort of fly off the handle and start punching him. I feel mildly bad about that. I uh, have an idea. Uh, so a little while later. Uh, Edmundo sticks his head into your bunk. Hey, John, uh, I need your I need your help with something out in the in the main module. Okay, boss, I'll be there in a second. Then he cleans up what he's doing and he gets up to so follow when you. you. When you come in, I really hope your plan involves whoopee cushions. Uh, uh, I wasn't I wasn't planning whoopee cushions. Uh, when you come in, there's a gigantic crazy straw. That's just like running all over, like through the entirety of the module that we put together, uh, longer than than any that you made before, uh, and the the straw is right by the the sipping under the straw is right where you're standing. So we need some help figuring out uh, how much sucking it's going to take to get the water from that bottle over there to the end of the straw. He cracks a slight smile, and he's like, you know, I, I got just the tools to, to figure this out, and, and the the equation fun if you if you want to do the math for it. Oh, boy, do I. Well, go get it. They're not paying us to just stand around. Yeah, so he runs, and he, and he, he grabs one, uh, grabs his grabs the, 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 the pad that has all the, the numbers on it for the amount of force, and he, he's like, all right, well... I can use my lungs, and, you know, it wouldn't be a controlled environment, but I can use this little sucker, and we can, you know, use him to, to get an accurate pull to see how much force it would actually take to get it from that bottle to this end of the straw. I mean, uh, that bottle's going to be completely empty before that water even gets over to here. Well, why don't we do both? I think the robots... I think the, yeah, I think the robots where... definitely got you beat, John, because you suck. But you don't suck that much. <laughs> uh, he, he's, his spirits definitely uh, brighten. You, you see the, 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 the clouds over his head start to, to, to part and get a little brighter. Good. <laughs> this was a good time, and good time's my middle name. Is it really? <laughs> No, it was a joke. Oh, well, I mean, your, your first name was fun. I wasn't... <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great, okay. Did I do that right? <laughs> Asking if you laughed, right? Okay. <laughs> End scene, yeah, okay. 
Um, so this is our, our final four. So far, our mission is middling, but not could be could be a lot worse. So if Ryan, ah shit, another two. It's a two of oh. diamonds. Yep. Ooh, okay, it's an Earth thing. You learned the person at home you love the most has died. Who are they? How does this news harm the group? Uh, and it's another morale. Jeez, our morale is not doing well this mission. No. Uh, so you get to decide who that affects, Ryan. Who had a loved one die? Um, maybe it was Edmundo. Nothing, nothing has really affected him directly yet, so... Yeah, okay. Um, uh, so, who who died? You can decide who died. Um, maybe it was your sister? A sibling? You cut out. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking along the same lines, like a younger, sim- a younger sister, maybe? That one that you kind of okay. took care of? Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's my younger okay. brother. Um, uh, maybe it was it was something really sudden, like a like a car accident. Okay. Uh, so Edmundo uh, comes in one morning. It's like the the final week of the mission or so, uh, and he he's giving out the the morning the morning download. Uh, he starts going through his files, and uh, you, you see him like he's he's looking at his pad, and suddenly uh, his he just he just goes pale, and and just like sits down in in a chair. Uh, boss, you all right? Uh, no, um, I just I just found out that my. My my little brother died. He was he was killed in a in a car crash back home. Oh, oh my god. I I am so sorry. Yeah, he uh I you, you talk about him a lot. And we know much we we all know how much you cared about him. That's yeah. I uh Oof. I mean, obviously, anything you need, we're, we're here for you. Like, a- anything you need. Space, time, a hug, a shoulder to cry, anything. Just, you just let us know. Well, this is... I, uh, I, I, I appreciate that. Um, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll. Yeah, I get 2d6, you guys get one. I got a 4. I got a 6. Oh, wait, I got a... Wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, last time is too. Wait. Uh, so you you got a five? You said James. All right. So yes. you succeed then. Uh, that's ten, sixteen, eighteen. Uh, so we don't we don't gain anything, but we don't lose any morale. Um. So. Uh, uh, Edmundo takes the day off. He just kind of goes to his his bunk and and lies there for a while, crying. Uh, 
you could you could probably all hear it because it's not a very big space. Um. Um. You know, I think that um, fun when he was going over the the onion incident. He uh, he managed to ferment a small amount of the onion. Uh, doesn't taste great, but uh, maybe maybe you could use a drink. Um, we have uh, Edmundo. Oh God! We have a we have a tiny amount of of ethanol <laughs> that we can dilute. Yeah. So. Uh, Edmundo insists. I put some of that delicious ketchup Edmundo in it. Insists that you all drink with him, though. Of course. All right. Some. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the centrifuge for? Onion that we found <laughs> in the radiator. Diluted with ethanol. Uh, it's terrible. Oh God. Mm. Flavored yeah. with spicy ketchup. But it, it probably definitely brings us closer oh, together. That tastes... I definitely feel like my uh, intestines are disinfected and yeah. my esophagus. Everything about yeah, that, I think uh, every bacteria yeah, in my body that, is dead. That news from Ooh, that news from home is now the second worst thing that happened to me today. I feel like I ate a bad burger. Uh, just the onion taste, the smell just keeps coming I feel like up. Like I ate a bad burger and then it died Fun. again inside my stomach. Fun. Fun grabs himself another shot. Come on, it's not that Fun. bad. Destroy that. That's an order. That is definitely a biohazard. It's evil. It's Some evil. kind of contaminant. Throw it out the airlock. Oh god. All right. Fun, fun vents the rest of the onion ketchup liquor. Good. Uh, okay. So, next scene. James. Uh, it's a four of clubs, which is environmental. Uh, the rover's battery unexpectedly dies while a crew member is out surveying, stranding them kilometers away. How did the rest of the crew get them back? What is sacrifice to save them? Um, all right. Um, I, I guess. So, well, James, 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 James sets the scene, the scene for yeah, this sorry, one. Sorry. Uh, I think I was out surveying, and I think the rover died on me, so I'm going to have to have you guys come and save me, and you guys might have to sacrifice one of my creations. <laughs> okay. We, we would probably have a second rover that we could use to get out to you, but we're going to have to like, probably bring some extra batteries from one of your things. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey guys, command, command, uh, yeah. guys, yeah, boss, I can, I can hear you, John. are you there? We hear you. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm stuck. You're stuck. Yep, uh, the rover's not turning over. It's not, uh, it's not moving. I've tried all the diagnostics I could possibly do, and it is not responding to anything. 
I do not have the right tools to fix it. I think the battery's completely dead. Okay, what are your coordinates? Uh, I'm by the rock that looks like, you know, a, a snake head? I think I'm by Snakehead right, Rock. Uh, Claudia, what are, what are the conditions? How far out is Snakehead Rock? Um, she pulls up the map. Thank God we started labeling John's ridiculous names for things. Oof, that's, uh, that's, uh. Hey, which that's almost That's almost like 10 clicks out. Oh, Christ. Okay, um. Alright, so John, you're the one who. The, the you're battery the one was who full. would fix the rover. The battery was full one minute. So, what do we need to bring to you before you die? The other rover. I need the other rover and a spare okay. battery. And where are we going to pull a spare battery from? What did you put our spare batteries in? <laughs> uh, you could probably take it out. It, it's in the disco ball. The disco ball. Okay. Claudia, would you please smash John's disco ball and get the battery out of there? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No smashing is required. Just, just unplug it. It's, you hear, no you hear the sound. Needed. We kind of no, need those lenses. I was going to say, you, you hear there's the sound no of a loud smashing crash. noise over the radio. Too late. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Now our, our late night dance. <laughs> All party. right, so now we got to roll. Uh, so Ryan, you get two. You get two. I got double fours. Oh, I got a six. I also I got, got a six. You succeed. All right, that's another point of survival. Uh, so uh, the rest of us. Or at least uh, a fund. Are you are you coming with us? Actually, you should probably stay behind. There should be someone here in case. Yeah. Something else happens. Yeah. And maybe another oxygen tank. I may or may not have been jetpacking so, around. So Edmundo and, Cla- and Claudia suit up with the spare battery and an extra oxygen tank, and jump in the other rover and and drive out as fast as they can. To to where John was jetpacking around. I was pretending to be the rocketeer, like you show up and he has like a fin on his helmet. John, okay. Uh, Claudia hands you. Here's your oxygen. I thought I could make it to the top of the rock. I was going to say, Claudia Claudia hands you the battery and says, I'm going to miss late night dance parties, but at least it's for a good cause. I mean, it it was just plugged in. You didn't have to break it, but all right. Yeah, this battery must have, uh, one of the fuel cells are bad in it, so it just drained immediately. Like, it was going good for a while, then all of a sudden... Gone. So yeah. Edmundo tilts his head. It does look like a snake head. <laughs> Alright, so I think that that's the end of that scene. Alright. Then we ride back into the sunset with a trail yep. of dust behind Yay. us. Chris, you are the head player for 
the Seven of Clubs, which is an environmental thing. Someone's suit is punctured while on the surface. What caused the damage? How do you save them? So you set the scene, Chris. All right. Well, Ryan, you get to roll twice again. First of all, there's already three of you guys on the surface. I feel like uh, John probably punctured his suit while he was playing Rocketeer. It's still the same. So we're heading back, and uh, uh, John, I'm getting a notification here that your pseudo two is getting pretty low. Didn't you replenish with that bottle? Yeah, um, I did. Uh, you know how I said I almost made it up to the top of the mountain? I hit it instead of making it on top of it. I uh, misjudged my angle. Uh, the fin on my head is not really a good rudder. Oh, shit. You know, I knew that too, but I still wanted to see if I could make it work. See how it's not designed the exact same way. I thought I could make this one work a little better. Okay. One second. I may or may not have nicked my suit. Okay. Uh, well, so the problem is that uh, the atmosphere here is less than 1% of what it is at home. There's no air pressure for that to work, John. Yep, yep, I I, I figured that out. Um, and, uh, yep, the math, the math was there. Oh, was it? Where was the common sense? <laughs> I, I not not that wasn't that wasn't there. Great. Okay. All right, Commander. Let, let's I, let's just I focus. I could we, do better. We can kick John's ass later. Let's focus on getting the three of us back to the hab alive. Uh, so we've got we've got enough atmosphere in the uh, in the rover. So so. Alright, I guess like, we should yeah, probably we'll roll. see how that how that goes. Yeah. Oh, I got a three this time. It's a Chris. Got I a got four. a five. I got a six. I think that's uh, No, that was my roll for right, last so that's time. ten, thirteen, well, that's five. So we succeed right. then. So nineteen. Um That's another survival. Yeah. So so I say, okay, look. Let, let's let's kick John's ass later when we're in the we're in the safety of the rover. We can we can always pressurize that. Uh, if if anything happens if anything happens to the rover and that's atmospheric integrity, then well, John, I, I just hold your breath. Well, well, wait. Well, I have this. Uh, it's like it. It's it's kind of like tack. It's like a tacky pad. I'll just slap this tacky patch. It kind of looks like gum a little bit, and I just slap it on the hole. Why didn't you do that before? I didn't know it was punctured until you pointed it out. I wasn't honestly paying attention. I was just reliving the dream of flying through the air with air pressure. Right. God. How did you fa- how did you pass your psych evaluation? No, never mind. I'm, I, I, I just remembered Listen, who our psych. It's who, space I madness. I just remembered who our psychology I, officer. I gotta is. say, I just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm, I'm just looking forward to him coming back and, and you guys going, now why the hell did you think you could do that? And uh, Fun just picks up his sheet of the picks up John's sheet of math and goes, well, the math was all there. <laughs> all right, that's a, that's a good end. Uh, I believe it. All right, yeah, this is the last one. Before we go home... Oh, it's a seven of hearts. No aces for cool. us tonight. Uh, let me go back up. So seven of hearts is a Chris thing. Uh, the extra 38 minutes in the Martian day is playing havoc with the crew's circadian rhythms. How does the lack of sleep affect the mission? How do you get people back on track? Um, yeah, so Martian days are 38 minutes longer than Earth days. Uh, so... It's <laughs> the lack of sleep made John think he's the rocketeer. You know, knew one thing that happened. Um, um, maybe, maybe uh, we have reinstated late night dance parties because we're all awake late at night. <laughs> okay, so that's our uh, so late night dance party is uh, our our coping mechanism for our circadian rhythms being way off. You know, I come to these things because I was I, I always hope that they'll make me more tired, but they never they never really do. It's probably because you're getting all the blood pumping. Well You you should try dancing like me, says Fun, and he's doing uh, jumping jacks. Fun, that's that's not a dance. You you like the it's a great dance. It, it, are you thinking that's the jumping jack flash from the Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones? That sounds dangerous. Oh, a Rolling Stone gets no moss. An object in motion tends to stay in motion. Uh, unless it's uh, John and he crashes into a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should probably roll. Yeah, about uh, Chris, that. you rolled twice for this one. Yes, I did that. I got a six. I got a three. I got a. Five. I got a four. Six, ten. Th- so we succeed. That's one more point of morale. <sighs> well, listen, folks. It's our it's our last late night dance party before we pack up and make the trip back up to the, the main rocket and then back home to Earth. So, maybe. Yeah, I had to use some of the lenses from the rover since somebody shattered the last one. That's what the oh, new I colors are. It. Well, I just want to say it's been an honor and a privilege working with you all. Even you, John. <laughs> uh, thanks. I think. You know, no, no, definitely. Thanks. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed um, being out here with you guys. I, I don't think I would have been happy with anyone else. Uh, you guys have been, you guys have been great. I know we've had our ups and downs, but I, I, I this mission couldn't John, have succeeded. John, the merciless with Martian else, environment didn't kill you, and I didn't kill you, so I would call this mission a success. Hell, he might be immortal. 
Is that is that is the truth. I just want to. I just want to thank you guys again for the best birthday party ever. I still can't so believe much, that man. the answer was eight. It was, it was our pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crazy, right? I, I figured it was going to be some kind of equation or something. Nope, eight. Oh. He sure it wasn't forty-two. I, I think he would know. Yeah, I double checked. Honestly, I quadruple checked. A little overboard, but hell, yep. the present. As long as you enjoyed it, that's what counts. And I did. Okay. I don't have to do it again. You pick up the printout and look at it. Yep. Eight. <laughs> Still eight. All right. So uh, that brings that to an end. So that's the last scene. Uh, and now we look at our score. So our total point, we had uh, six survival and four morale. So according to this handy-dandy chart I made, six, those both fall in the four to eight point category. So for survival, that is tough but doable. There were some difficult days, but you all managed to pull through. There's a reason you were the first people on Mars and you showed you had the metal to handle this. Which I think was shown yeah. through our play. Uh, and... Uh, morale, we have fine friends. You get along with each other well enough. There were some arguments, but that's to be expected. You leave Mars just as friendly as when you landed. Yeah, I think that, that makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Definitely. I, I think, yeah. yeah, I think we rolled that. Yeah. I think we definitely role-played that. I mean, you stick people together in a confined space for long enough, they, there's tend to be moments where they're going to be at each other's yeah. throats. It, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Especially in the harsh vacuum of space. Or, well, no, I mean the, the terrible, unsustainable the environment of Mars. of Mars. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty tough there. But, uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for playing. Did you guys enjoy it? I yeah. had a lot of fun. Um, I, I I enjoyed it as well. I always enjoy playing this game. It's uh, it's a it's a good little role playing exercise. I think. Cool. Oh, that's that's the goal. All right. Well then, uh, listeners, I I don't know when this is gonna get posted. Maybe the this is coming soon, or maybe I've already released it. I don't know. I've got most of the rules written, and I just got to do some layout and arts and publishing and everything else that goes with publishing a game. But other than that, it's basically done. Uh, well, I hope you all enjoyed it. Anyone have any last will thoughts? Nah. Hmm. No. Uh, that doesn't look like a snake at all. 